0: Good morning everyone and welcome back to another morning with the masters where we devote ourselves to the lord daily with you It's just me today, folks. Sweet Tea fell asleep, and if there's one thing I believe in life, it's that you do not wake up a pregnant woman. But I'm super thankful to be spending this time with you and the Lord. We are picking up with day two of our Cultivate Joy devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description of the podcast if you want to follow along. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and I'm also going to read the Devo. The scripture is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, and it says this, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. And the devotional follows what we talked about in day one. And it says this, So if joy is more than mere satisfaction... How do we find it? Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 says that joy is a fruit, which means that it can't be manufactured. It can only be cultivated. Growing joy might not be the same as tending a garden, but there are some striking similarities. You see, joy starts as a seed, a seed of faith that matures and grows through obedience to God's word. Given enough time and attention, This small shoot of well-watered faith will grow into something so unshakable that even life's most torrential downpours can't wash it away. The main thing that separates joy from happiness is that it's not based on circumstances. It's based on something beyond your circumstances. Nowhere else do we see such a clear picture of this than in the life of Jesus, the one who could have settled for personal happiness chose joy instead, even if it meant going to the cross. How could Jesus willingly choose to endure such an unimaginable pain and suffering? He did it for his Father's glory. He did it for our salvation. But according to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, he also did it for the joy that was set before him. He knew that beyond the cross... The right hand of the Father's throne awaited him. He believed in something good, and his faith made the pain endurable. Although he was God, he was also man, and his faith sustained him through the trials that he faced and also allowed him to see the joy beyond the pain. You and I are no different. Without faith in the joy that it brings, we wither and shrivel up under the scorching heat of this life. But when our lives are centered around our faith in Jesus, joy springs up from an otherwise parched and fruitless ground. Do you have this kind of faith? If so, chances are you're already experiencing joy. But if not, Maybe it's time to take a personal inventory and ask yourself what role faith plays in our life. Is it central or is it peripheral? Peripheral faith leads to a weak joy or no joy at all. But faith that stands at the center of our existence, at the core of our identity, the kind of faith that Jesus had, will bring joy that is overwhelming and unstoppable. If you're looking for joy, Don't start in the search of a harvest. Begin with the seed. Plant it deep in your heart and nurture it by watering it with God's word. You'll be surprised at how quickly it grows and how soon it develops into something that looks and tastes a lot like joy. And oh, wow, was that powerful. I have like one kind of lingering thought after that, because I think I feel like the devotional really spoke for itself, but something that really struck me was how it was talking about how joy is a seed and as we water it and protect it, it'll become something much greater. But what was interesting to me is that that period where we are trying to grow our vulnerable faith. I feel like something I struggle with and maybe you do too is that as I'm trying to build my faith, I'm putting faith in God for the most like uh, intense and emotional things around my heart where that fruit of the Spirit that is faith, I haven't taken the time to cultivate it to make it strong enough for me to trust God with those areas of my life. I have not spent the time to protect this little seed of faith and to water it and nurture it and take care of it to where it could grow up and I would actually truly have faith in what God has already done and what God is going to continue to do so I can trust him and have joy despite my circumstances, but I'm jumping from one end to the other and I'm not spending time making good, practical, wise decisions on how do I protect and cultivate my faith where it is right now. And I just keep thinking of so many ways of how I can like think about the areas where I'm struggling. Where am I lacking joy? Where am I lacking faith? Where am I lacking trust? And how can I make little small decisions to, To start to protect those areas of my life, to start to protect my faith, instead of allowing a torrential downpour of life's hardships to wash my faith away, that way I lose joy. But instead, I put parameters around it, and I'm protecting my faith as it as it starts to grow. And I think the best way to do that, aside from just like worldly practical examples, is spend time in God's Word, get to know what He says about you, get to get to know what He says to you, and get to know His character and Those things are faith builders because because once we know who God is, we can start to trust him with more and more and more because we know his character. But if we only know the few stories that we've ever been told in church or through a sermon or whatever, then we're only like trusting God with the stuff we've heard versus intimately knowing him. And so I encourage us all to spend time getting to know God on a much deeper level. And I think that'll take our joy to a much deeper level. I'm going to go and pray this out. Lord, thanks for this sweet reminder that joy is not dependent on our circumstances. We can have joy. We can endure the metaphorical cross of our life, God, because the joy that awaits us is so much greater, God. It's so much more than just choosing immediate happiness or immediate comfort or our immediate feelings, Lord. Thank you for just the image and what you did with Jesus and how we can We can follow suit in that, God. We can look to him to see the decisions that Jesus made. And thank you, Jesus, for making those decisions that we can learn from you and how to cultivate a joy for the joy that is set before us, God. And God, I pray that you'll help us to learn to cultivate joy, help us to fix our hearts on it. Would you teach us to fix our eyes on Jesus and teach us what it means to have an authentic, life-changing, joy-producing faith, Lord. Thank you for your word, and thank you that we're just so impacted by it and help us to dive deeper into it, Lord. In your sense name we pray. Amen. Well, amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the Bible, and continue pressing to the Lord. And don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that they love you, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios.